Bridgewater ready for the snap. He takes it waist high. Clean pocket. He looks left. He hitches. He pulls it down. And he'll be sacked at the 20-yard line in the arms of Seabass. Sebastian Joseph Day. A late flag after the sack. Thrown from the far sideline. Um, I think they're going to try to call face mask here. Hello and welcome to Rams Reveal. My name is JB Long. Our guest this week is defensive tackle Sebastian Joseph Day. Selected in the sixth round of the 2018 draft, he made his NFL debut against the Panthers in week one this season. And as you just heard, nearly recorded his first career sack against the Saints in week two. Maurice Jones-Drew was right. It was negated by a face mask penalty. Sebastian, welcome first of all. Did you think you had gotten away with it? I did, JV. I really did Um, because he stiff-armed me. So when he stiff-armed me, I was just trying to grab whatever I mm. could, and he put his uh, he tucked his chin and tried to stiff-arm me. So when I went to grab his jersey, I act like a finger, like you can see in my – I have a cut on my finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from his face mask. That's what hooked that finger. So I was like, hey, man. I thought I thought I got away with it because the ref was behind, and so I was excited. It but, didn't prevent you from getting your flex in, though. Uh, no. <laughs> It did not. It did not. But, uh, yeah. Well, hopefully the wait is not too much longer. Uh, I have to apologize. I do not have permission to call you Seabass yet, <laughs> like I did on air. I had heard through some of your teammates that that is an official nickname. Do we have your permission to use that going forward? Do you like it? Okay, so I'm going to tell you this. Okay. I guess I have two identities on the East Coast. Yes. Everyone calls me Bash. And then out here, I guess Seabass is a thing, and, like, everyone's been calling me it. Okay. So it was just different for me. Where it's does different. Bash come from? Just ba- because of Bastion? Sebastian, yeah, mm-hmm. Sebastian. So everyone calls me Bash, and I guess because I played football. So it was different. That I remember when I first heard it, when someone called me Seabass, I was like, Seabass? I was like, no one calls me that. Like, legit, if, if you go to the East Coast with me, you'll never hear someone call me that. So, I mean, I like it. How does it matter? I did, two identities. I did a little research, though. You were born March of 95? Yes, sir. First day of spring. Dumb and Dumber was released in December of '94, so you, you may not you may not even get the Seabass reference, <laughs> yeah, right? Have you seen ass, that movie? Yeah, uh, yeah, ass, yeah, okay, yeah. all right, you did get it. Um, and then Bash is where your Instagram handle comes from, yeah, I imagine. Yes, they're Bash a lot. Yeah, that's that's because everyone calls me Bash. So I never really, I've never really uh, witnessed the whole Seabass trend until I got out here. So I mean, it's cool though. I'm like, I got two different identities: West West Coast. I'm Seabass and East Coast, I'm Bash. Hey. Well, we just want to get your social media out there right off the top of this <laughs> edition of Rams Revealed. Uh, week one to week two, I mean, the team takes a big jump, but also individually. I mean, after a redshirt year, what was it like kind of going to work on your film from mm-hmm. Carolina, and did you see progress going mm-hmm. into the Saints? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, week week one, you know, a lot of nerves, you know, a lot of nerves, and it's different definitely playing in the preseason because, you know, all the experience I did have was – uh, last year playing in the preseason and this year playing in the preseason and then now you're in week one so now you're going against way better competition mm-hmm. so you see the the um uh the speed of the game pick up and everything like that but um you know after that after week one you know i took my notes and i wasn't i, I personally wasn't very happy with my performance at all week one and uh you know took a lot of notes you know did a lot of evaluating on myself and things I needed to work on I just did that and then uh week two you know just studied the game plan and really focused to watch my film and did everything I had to do and I think I took a step in a positive direction still not where I want to be yet Mm -hmm. but a step in the positive direction so 
Let's go back to 2018, if you don't mind. And mm -hmm. I'm curious what the experience of redshirting in the National Football League was like to go mm -hmm. through a season like your team went through mm -hmm. and you having responsibilities developing individually, mm -hmm. but also on scout team giving mm -hmm. uh, the 53-man roster the best look that you can week to week. Yeah, um, it's very interesting. You know, it's it's very self. It's a selfless, I feel like, a selfless. Uh, it's, a, it's a selfless, but but great opportunity as well. You know, you have to be selfless, but it's also an amazing opportunity, if that makes sense. You know, it kind of contradicts itself when I say that. But when I say it's selfless, is because, you know, you're not playing and all your life you worked to that point to be, yeah. you know what I mean, to be playing. And you've been the guy at Rutgers. And you've been the guy, and you know what I mean? So you go from being the guy and being out there and playing and making the plays and, and, uh, and then now all of a sudden, you know, all you're doing, you're not playing. You're not playing. And, but... But at, the, but at the end of the day, what you're doing is something bigger than yourself because at the end of the day, you're still helping your team become better. And I thought that honestly humbled me and uh, really um, reunited a fire under me, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It does make sense. It makes me wonder if you feel like you contributed to the 2018 NFC Championship, even if you weren't dressed on that particular oh, day. Oh, yes, definitely. And all those guys did. You know, all the guys that were in my position, Micah Kaiser. It was me, Micah Kaiser. Well, Micah was playing, but even, like, that whole that whole scout team defense was me, Micah, who else um, that was playing this year. Uh, there's a, there was a bunch of people in, in that class. Um, D-Will, a bunch of us. And, uh, you know, each and every day we just focused on trying to help the offense become better. And uh, that was really our goal while also focusing on the things that I obviously needed to work on because I obviously wasn't ready yet, you know. No matter what, you know, it's like, no matter what you think you're ready, but in all actuality you weren't, and I wasn't ready. I had a stuff I had to really fix and really work on, which I did, and um, by the grace of God, it all worked out. One of those things you went to work on was your body. Yeah, and uh, we notice it's been reported that you lost weight, you built muscle. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about that process. How challenging was it, and how rewarding to kind of come out the other side? Um, it was pretty challenging, but a lot of credit goes out to um, Joey and. Uh, and uh, the, and our strength staff, Ted, Eddie, uh, Ted, Eddie, Nando, and Dustin. You know, they did such an awesome job with me. I changed my diet completely. I went. I did some uh, fasting, some intermittent fasting. Um, so that so what it how it works is uh, I wouldn't eat for a certain period of time, and then like once it hit twelve, then I'd be able to eat. But then I couldn't eat past like nine o'clock again. And um, so, and, and while I was doing that, I was also doing that internship with uh, Fox. So it actually helped low key. So I'd get in here early, just grind away. And then um, I'll just be over there grinding away. Fox just learning everything, learning everything I could. And uh, I just, you know, I just instilled a lot of, a lot of time and just discipline, but I had a lot of help, obviously, you know. No, I couldn't do it all by myself. Uh, you mentioned your internship. Can't wait to talk about your maybe future broadcasting career. We'll do that a bit later on. But before we get too far away from kind of the off-season transformation, I understand boxing played a role in yeah. your workout. Yeah, uh, some boxing. Shout out to uh, D. Woods. Yeah, definitely for like hand placement. So also like just how tire tiring boxing is because it really requires not only uh, your core, it requires your core and it requires also your eyes and your hands and your hand placement where you, where you place, where you place your hands perfectly. Cause you know, you're always trying to hit the mitt perfectly with, with, uh, each, each punch mm -hmm. and also your feet, you know, you always want to keep your feet moving, always keep your feet moving. Sounds like so, a day in the life of a defensive exactly, lineman, doesn't it? Exactly. See, so, so Dustin, you know, really showed me that and we really worked, worked away at it, worked away at it and it helped, 
especially when you're getting tired, because when you're getting tired, then your hands want to go down. D-line, you always want your hands in your face, especially when you're pass rushing. Even though I'm not necessarily down on third downs, but, you know, even on base, I still I still get opportunities to rush the passer, like uh, we saw yesterday or yeah, yeah yesterday. Mm-hmm. So um, things like that, um, being able to keep your hands up, being able to keep your feet always moving, being able to always put your hands perfectly in the right place, even when you're tired. So same thing with hand fighting, you know, being able to lock out when you, when you put your hands on a block and being able to lock them out, perfect extension. So yeah, that played a huge uh, factor as well. When you're intermittent fasting, what's the toughest thing you had to give up for those of us who are not (laughs) as good at the fasting or the dieting? Can you Uh, give us some inspiration? Okay. So the hardest thing I had to give up honestly, Okay, so this is what I did. I gave up ice cream, right? This is because I'm a huge ice cream guy. What I did was I changed to yogurt, believe it or not. So what I did was I did the Greek yogurt, and what I'd do is I'd deck out the Greek yogurt. I'd have, like, honey, some chocolate chips, some granola. Mix it all up. Mix it all up. And there you go. And it and it tastes awesome. You know what I mean? It tastes awesome. So that that's what I exchanged for ice cream. It's one of the things I gave up. I chilled out, you know, a lot with the burgers, chilled out a lot. It was just because I don't eat fat. I'm not a fast food guy. I don't eat, I never eaten fast food or I'm, I take that back. I've eaten fast food, but I, I've never been a big fast food guy. So um, thank God that was it wasn't it was hard, but it wasn't that hard, you know, so I just me taking the time going to Whole Foods and cooking at home. Like I started cooking at home a lot more. For the record though, when you do partake in ice cream, the best ice cream is? Uh, I'll have to say De Leche. Dolce De Leche. <laughs> That's your, any particular brand? Um, and Wherever you ha- can get it. Haagen-Dazs. Okay. I'll say Haagen-Dazs. It, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I just love Dolce De Leche, man. <laughs> I want to circle back to something you said a moment ago about not necessarily being on the field for pass rushing situations, mm-hmm. third down, known passing downs. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, you were invited to Von Miller's Pass Rush Summit in mm-hmm. Vegas, yeah. uh, thanks to Aaron Donald and Michael Brockers mm-hmm. this offseason. What did that mean to you? Oh, it meant everything. You know, um, just being able to be around all these great, you know, great pass rushers and great players and being able to pick their brains and, and develop my game and take it to the next level just by learning and talking and watching each other's film on the big screen and talking about what they saw, you know, because that's the thing, you know, everyone's perspective is different. In the game of football, it's to in the game of football. Some people may think, "Oh, this is a bad play," but they don't know what you know. What I mean, like, mm-hmm. like, like it's funny. Like some people, like some people don't understand the game of football. Like they're just watching on their couch. Like they may look at it and be like, "Oh, it's this guy's fault," but in all actuality, he's just doing his job. So it's the same thing. Um, you know, being able to dive in, dive in their minds and seeing why they did, why they did a certain move or why they, you know what I mean? Why did they hit that guy with a, with a jab chop or what did he feel to make him want to, you know, hit, hit the guy with the inside club rip? Like, it's just awesome. Cause then you're like, wow, that opens your perspective. It opens your, your mind and it helps you, um, open just open your football iq it just opens your football iq in that in that standpoint just give our audience another perspective on what you're describing i mean playing nose in the national football league looks like a brute strength <laughs> sort of role right and i want you to speak to what your role mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. is on sundays but when i see for instance pregame you and brock and tanzel putting in your work mm-hmm. it is super technical mm-hmm. very technical very technical and Obviously, strength plays a huge role into it, but um, like I said, with the boxing, it's all about hand placement and and foot and and footwork and eyes and pad level and it's a mixture mm-hmm. of things. And then when you do all of those things, you can check off all those boxes. Then the strength comes. 
then this quickness comes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how people feel. The other thing is just you have to be a strong guy. No, so it's, it's all you could be the strongest guy in the world if you don't have technique, man. You're not gonna be successful in this league. I'm not sure if Aaron Donald is the strongest in the world or has the best technique or both or both, all of the both. above, but you <laughs> get to <laughs> learn through osmosis mm-hmm. day after day next mm-hmm. to a future Hall of Famer. What mm-hmm. has that been like for parts of two years? Oh, it's been it's been amazing, man. Aaron Aaron's the man, big bro to me. Same thing with Brock. They've both been they've both been so awesome, you know, they're being able to pick their brains each and every day. I always ask them questions, always ask them advice about things like I said, always asking them questions to help further my football IQ and and help it grow and um it's just it, words can't describe honestly the position I'm in it's just a blessing honestly one more thing about your offseason and along the way Indomitian Sue leaves mm-hmm. along the way Greg Gaines is drafted yeah maybe similar experience in college I guess if you were to see like a, a heralded recruit come in at your mm-hmm. position but I think that's one of the more unique dimensions of what professional athletes have to do mm-hmm. is live with sometimes their competition being drafted and joining the organization can you walk us through that kind of emotional uh, process of, of seeing someone drafted at your position and then welcoming him as a teammate yeah I mean that's the thing Greg's such a great Greg's a great player you know uh Greg's a great player outstanding player and honestly when we drafted him I was happy that we drafted him because we and then they you know we need depth like <laughs> you know like um and uh, I was just I was happy for him and you know at the end of the day I never was really like not not sounding not trying to sound arrogant or anything like that, but at the end of the day, I was worried about myself. If that makes sense, you know, I was worried about Sebastian Joseph Day. I wasn't worried about Greg Gaines. Like, yes, we drafted him. Yes, he's an outstanding player. Yes, I'm happy that we got him. But at the end of the day, I was just worrying about becoming the best Sebastian Joseph Day I could be. Because at the end of the day, it's about me. You know, it's about my development and. And if we did draft Greg, you know, he's obviously an outstanding player. Mm-hmm. We drafted him for a reason. And I'm happy that he's our t- he's part of our team because he can help us win. <laughs> well, it's nice to hear you say all those great things about a teammate. But I want you to have a chance to talk a little bit of trash here before we're done. <laughs> and and I know that you represent Rutgers every day. Yes. You're even wearing some apparel now. Are you in the house? One and one. <laughs> uh, but coming off a 30 to nothing shutout loss at the hands of a good Iowa team. Mm, but. Man. More importantly, Boston College this weekend yeah. in Piscataway. Yeah. Sebastian Joseph Day against the Fighting John Johnsons. <laughs> How do you see this one playing out? Well, you know, BC likes to run the ball, but we in the Big Ten, and we are used to that. So we're going to stop the run, make them have to throw it. We got some young, great corners back there, and we're going to get the job done. It's going to be a tight, it's going to be a tight game. Well fought, Scarlet Knights by three. Has JJ said anything yet, or is he too busy celebrating his interception from week two? Honestly, no, we haven't said anything. Okay. I think he's still celebrating. So, so you, we you, we you fired the first shot then. Okay. <laughs> I fired the first shot. Uh, and you mentioned Big Ten there. You were uh, multiple times an academic all Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, you studied journalism and media studies. You referenced an internship here on the West Coast mm-hmm. already. Uh, I'm sure you did some media work in the greater New York area. Tell mm-hmm. us about your ambitions beyond football. Oh, so, yeah, I would love to be an on-air talent on, like, ESPN or, or any of those networks, Fox, Um you know, I just love I love sports broadcasting. I think it's awesome being able to interact, being able to talk about sports. You know, I love sports. It's it's a thing that I do. It's a thing that I do for a living. So it just makes more sense. But um, yeah, so that's that's really it. Have you had a chance to read a teleprompter yet? 
No, I have okay. not. So I actually, when I was in Fox, when I was doing the Fox in, um, internship, we were actually uh, showing. They're showing us how how um, uh, how one of the shows uses a teleprompter and how interesting it is. So that's that's a little different. So you got enough talent. Yeah. You can probably do it unscripted. I, 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 yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to go to my own horn. We'll how, about, see. how about this? How about if we queue up the, the sack that almost was against the saints and let you describe it, let you call the play by play. Should we do that? No, 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 you're not ready for that just yet. I mean, if you, I mean, if you want, you know what? No, I'm not turning down this challenge. Let's try it. Let's try it. Should, I'll call it up right now. I'll let you watch it and call it live. Should we? Uh, uh-huh. let's do it. Yeah, yeah. First and 10. Teddy Bridgewater took the snap. Rams with a four-man rush. Joseph in the middle. Teddy Bridgewater tries to escape. But Sebastian Joseph Day with the sack. There he goes with the flex. Flex on him, Sebastian Joseph Day. Oh, wait. But I think there's a flag. Aaron Donald looks confused. I'm confused. We're all confused. What's going on? Oh, but it is a face mask. Darn it, T-Bass. <laughs> <laughs> No dispute, <laughs> no dispute, no controversy, no controversy. It's a thing. It's a fi- my finger caught it. Caught it, man. I even got the cut on my finger. Proofs in the pudding. <laughs> Our thanks to Sebastian Joseph Day for joining us for this edition of Rams Revealed. We look forward to getting to know this roster and coaching staff even better over the course of this 2019 campaign. Off to Cleveland for Week Three, Sebastian. We wish you the best. Uh, back on your side of the country. Glad to have you in California, though. Until then, we appreciate you all listening to Rams Revealed.